most of us have a relationship to trauma where it is this thing that we dread and wish away. And of course we do. That's for good reason. Of course we would have a negative relationship with the most painful experiences of our lives. But in my studies of trauma and the nervous system, and through my own experiences, I have come to recognize that while trauma certainly does bring challenges, and it can make things harder in particular ways for each of us, it can also bring gifts. Now, if you are not in a place in your life where this is helpful to hear, please honor that. Don't force yourself to try and swallow this idea if it does not feel helpful or supportive for where you are at in your journey. If it is something you are curious about or open to, then keep listening. Every now and then I go through a period where I feel resentful of the effects of trauma in my life. I encounter all of the ways in which it prevents me from living fully, of connecting as deeply as I would like to and shining my light in this world as fully as I long to. My trauma often shows up as self-doubt, feeling like I shouldn't take up space, and often as anticipating rejection, judgment, and feeling hyper-reactive in my social nervous system. Yes, my trauma has made me timid and shy and afraid to stand out and speak my voice and many, many more things. But it is because of that very same trauma that I have cultivated the gifts that are my magic. My ability to see people and help them feel heard and understood. My patience, compassion, gentleness, my keen eye for nuance and empathy in the human condition, and the vast array of experiences and emotions is something that I deeply cherish about myself. And those came through trauma. The way that I see it, trauma is a two-sided coin. On one side, there are challenges, limitations, setbacks, and struggles. On the other side, those same experiences are the catalyst for us to develop our gifts and strengths. Let me share some examples with you. Let's start with someone whose trauma has gotten them sort of stuck in fight mode. On the challenging side, they tend to be defensive. They struggle with their temper. Their friends might call them hot-headed. And maybe it's harder for them to downregulate, to relax and sleep. Those are some of the challenges they encounter, but those are also the people that we tend to admire for their boldness, their solidness, their boundaries. They are often the ones who never hesitate to stand up for themselves or protect the ones they love. They are the ones fighting for what they care about, standing up to injustice, and doing big things in the world. They've got a lot of energy to burn and are often very productive. And those of us who are more on the parasympathetic side often wish we could be more like them because they seem to have so much energy. Now, someone whose trauma has landed them in flight mode often feels scattered, jittery, anxious, and avoidant. They probably have a hard time turning toward their own struggles to make differences in their lives and crumble under conflict. They may even struggle with a need for control or OCD tendencies. However, on the other side of the coin, they probably have lots of energy and lots of ideas, 
They can jump from one thing to another and they're very fluid. They may have a very expansive state of mind where all possibilities are on the table. Everything is available. So these people tend to be very creative and have big visions and believe in really idealized futures for the world and themselves. And that's a really valuable asset. Now, if you have a parasympathetic nervous system tone, your trauma has caused you to be in more of a freeze, fawn, or fit-in response, we're the ones that struggle with energy. We feel sleepy much of the time. We don't have as much of that get-up-and-go sympathetic energy. We tend to struggle with boundaries and conflict, and life just often feels fast and loud to us. We are the ones who have been treated in ways that made us recognize just how harmful harshness and cruelty can be. And so on the flip side of our coin, we have devoted our lives and our very beings to kindness, gentleness, sweetness, and empathy. We are the ones that see those who fall through the cracks before they have a chance to fall. There are many more ways that these effects of trauma, both challenging and wonderful, can show up. And the more you dig into your own story, the more you'll start to see how some of your best qualities actually came from your hardest struggles. If you recognized yourself in a few or maybe all of these, that's really normal. We have all had many different experiences and we can have a different trauma response to each of those. There may be a part of you that's stuck in freeze and a part of you that tends to fight and a part of you that tends to flee and that's really normal. So don't feel like you have to fit in just one space. What I hope you take away from this is that while yes, trauma does bring challenges and it feels limiting in many, many ways, there is another side to the coin. If we can recognize the gifts that our trauma has brought, the skills and qualities that it catalyzed in us, we begin to hold a more balanced view of our life experiences and they start to have less of a grip on us because they take on more meaning. We start to see that while our painful experiences have brought suffering, they've also brought wisdom, character, knowledge, deeper integration, a bigger heart, and a more open mind. And I believe that those challenging experiences are not random. I believe that they come in part to develop those gifts within us, to bring those gems of wisdom to develop us and help us evolve. When you forget this, I really encourage you to look at someone you admire for their wisdom. Maybe that is a Maya Angelou or an Oprah Winfrey. Dig into their life story. It is the ones who have endured the most suffering, the most cruelty, harm, and trauma that are often the most wise, seasoned, sure of themselves, discerning, loving, open, kind human beings. So maybe these experiences didn't come to just throw you off course. That was a side effect. Maybe the real reason they came was to season you, to polish you and shape you into the being that you really came here to be.
Thank you for listening and spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, please share this episode, whether that's on social media or sending it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or TikTok, and my handle for both of those is at Karina.Davy. If you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead weekly meditations, workshops, women's circles, community gatherings, and more, alongside my partner, the incredible master coach, Jacob Metzger. To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.higherself.earth. It's also linked in the show notes. And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. You'll also find information there about courses, in-person retreats, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a beautiful day.